Come on, it's what you're doing with your life. It's what you're doing with your time. It's what you're doing with your finances. Amen. It's what you're doing, amen, with what God has given you. Amen. We got to get our praise life in order. We've got to get our praise life in order. And listen, it, it transcends what happens when we come in here on Sunday morning. Okay. Uh, and I had to learn this. Amen. That God have different ways and formats and methods for us to worship him. And listen, the best worship is a life of worship. And a life of worship is how you posture God in your heart. What you do with your mind. What's going on in your thoughts. Come on. The scripture says, we know Psalms, it said, let everything that have breath. Praise the Lord. Amen. Go to Isaiah this morning. I'm going to get ahead of myself. Let's get in the word. Isaiah 56. Isaiah 56. We're going to read verse 4 through 8. And I was working on something else, but I'm going to save that for another day. Amen. We got to get our praise house together. Listen, and the one reason we got to get our praise house together because praise is a weapon. And listen, the word is a weapon. Amen. David said, the word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my path. But listen, what do we do with the word? We use it as a tool in an arsenal. Amen. To live out what God has given us to live out while we're here in the earth. He has called us into his kingdom for such a time as this. And if we look here at Isaiah chapter 56, the prophet says, For this is what the Lord says, and I'm going to read around this. We can't read it all today. I will bless those eunuchs. We'll deal with that word who keep my Sabbath days holy and who choose to do what pleases me and commit their lives to me. Listen to what the Lord says here. He says, um, he says, I will bless them, the eunuchs and those that keep my Sabbath days holy. Somebody say holy, holy. Amen. How do we get our praise life, our praise house in order? We've got to commit ourselves to the work of the Lord, and we have to become keepers. Come on. Where are the keepers at? Amen. We have to become keepers of the word of God, keepers of the law of God, keepers of the way of God. And if we don't keep it, we'll lose ourselves. Listen, if we don't keep what God have instilled, and imputed and imparted into us, we will be found in a place of darkness. We have to get in a place of faithfulness and commitment to God. He says, I will bless those eunuchs who keep my Sabbath days holy and who choose. Listen, it's about a choice that we make. Praise is a choice. Worship is a choice. And it's what you do with your life. He says, those that choose to do what pleases me and commit their lives to me, I will give them within the walls of my house a memorial and a name far greater than sons and daughters could give. For the name I give them is an everlasting one. It will never disappear. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That'll make you shout right there. Listen, this is the word of the Lord. He says, the name that I give them is an everlasting one. It will never disappear. We're looking for praise from the wrong place. 
from the wrong thing, from the wrong organizations, from the wrong people. And listen, praise is really not for us. Praise is for God. And listen, when we start to become the object of worship, Listen, we get in this place where the enemy, amen, he takes charge and he takes authority in our life. God says, those that commit themselves to me, that choose to do what pleases me, I will provide. I will give them within the walls of my house. Now listen, listen, there are certain houses that have different security systems. One of the jobs that I've had, uh, I was over security and um, I worked with some contractors, and even just here in what we call small Oklahoma City, there are some folk that got some money. Hello, somebody. And they have these companies that watch their homes remotely. And I went into this operations center, and somebody had a camera in their closet. You could tell it was a closet, and you could see the fur and the mink and the safe. And somebody is watching this keeping this, guarding this, and the walls of this house is protected. And listen, while we are trying to protect stuff that really is not significant, we nearly need to get into the walls that matter, and the walls that matter is safe in the house of God. And I'm not just talking about this facility, but I'm talking about a spiritual life and walk and commitment to the Word of God. Come on, and now more than ever, it's time for us to get into the walls of his house. Why do you need to get into the walls of his house? Because there are threats around us. Come on, there are systems that the enemy have that are demonic that come to take us, to try to kill us and destroy us. But when you get in a place with God, listen, when you get within the walls of his house, he says, I'll give you a memorial and a name that's an everlasting one that will never disappear. And the stuff we're trying to protect and hold on to so much is not really what we need to be protecting and holding on to so much. We really need to get in a place with God where we have ourselves surrounded and shared in such a spiritual place to what the devil is trying to do in our mind, in our body, in our spirit. It won't work because we are within the walls of Jerusalem. Somebody say, get within the walls of Jerusalem. Now, I'm not talking about taking a flight on United Airlines or American and going to Israel, but I'm talking about getting in a spiritual place with God. And listen, look at this text. There's some folk today that feel like if they get in a place and they get them a prayer shawl, if they get them a, a star of David, if they, if they join up with certain types of things, if that makes them more close to God. But listen, what makes us close to God is not a ritual or a religion or a form, but it's a heart and it's a mind that's secure that's consecrated, that is dedicated, that's committed to him. My Lord, today, there's a movement now. Listen, there's some folk praying, and they're not praying in Jesus' name. They're praying to Jehovah God, and they're praying all of this stuff. But listen, it's in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, in the name of Jesus. You read Isaiah, amen. He's talking about the Lord. Come on, you never see the name Jesus written, but he's talking about, come on, Emmanuel. He's talking about the one whose government, whose shoulders the government's on, who's the prince of peace, the Lord of lords, the one that has a name that's everlasting is Jesus. 
and we need to come into the walls of his house. There's safety. Somebody say there's safety in his house. Come on. Somebody says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the tabernacle of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he's my strength. Come on. There's some folk right now in a place underground. They're praying and they're shouting and they're singing and they're speaking in tongues. There's missiles flying and they are just disappearing. They're not hitting some of the targets they're supposed to hit. And I don't just believe it's because of the technology, but I believe it's because of prayer and praise and worship will know how to confuse the enemy, to push him back, to confuse him, to cause him to relent. Somebody say, get your praise house together. Thank you, Jesus. He said in verse six, I will bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord. See, God is not looking at our history in terms of our ancestry.com. And I know some of y'all going and getting your hair tested, getting your blood tested. You want to know this and that. But listen, I'm here to tell you today, there's a heritage that you can find in God. If you don't know who your mama or your daddy is, do you know Jesus? Somebody say, I got a father that's rich in houses and land. Listen, I got a father that loves and cares for me. And he says in this scripture to the foreigners, he says in this scripture to the eunuch, who is a eunuch? Oh God, if we look at the scripture here, the eunuch could be a few people or a few things. But one of the things that eunuchs were, were people who had been castrated. They had been cut off and they had been sold into slavery and they had been brought into a kingdom to serve. They were not able to procreate and bring forth. But listen, God says to the eunuch, listen, I will bless you. And what is he talking about? He's talking about spiritual unit. Some of us, amen, we always in a pity party about ourselves. But listen, God wants to bring forth something through your life. And it may look different and it may feel different. But listen, what God have for you, it's for you. And listen, the folk that have been shut out, the folk that have been cut off, listen, to the foreigners, to the strangers, to the ones that were pushed outside of the gate. Jesus says, I'm calling you in to my house because this house is a house of praise. Listen, this house is not a house about folk who are working themselves up to be a God who have made idols for themselves of gold and silver. But I'm looking for somebody that's sold out and that's settled in such a place that says, I will serve him. Come on, I will love him. I will worship him. I will consecrate rather myself to him and hold fast to what his word says. I'm getting ahead of myself. He says, I'll bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord. Somebody say, commit yourself to the Lord. That's my first point. How do you get your praise house in order? You got to commit yourself to the Lord. If you're ever looking for a problem in society right now, it's uncommitted people. Folk not committed to the job. They're not committed to their marriage. They're not committed to the family. Come on, we're not committed to the church. We do what we want to do, how we want to do it. But listen, it's time for us to get committed. Somebody say get committed. God called us into a relationship. He calls us in the covenant. And covenant don't jump from bed to bed. Covenant don't jump from church to church. Covenant don't jump from job to job. Covenant don't jump from, listen, spiritual movement to spiritual movement. Get in a place with God. Commit yourself to God. 
to stop worrying about what people say and what people think and who didn't call your name and listen, who didn't give you accolades and praise. Commit yourself to God. I'm not doing this for you. I'm not doing this for your acclamation. I'm not doing this for your applause. I'm doing it because I want heaven to respond to my life. I'm doing it because I want heaven to respond to my worship. I want heaven to respond to my shout, to my jump, to my praise, to my service, to my sacrifice. Somebody say, commit yourself to God. Come on, we commit to things that don't matter. We commit to things that where people don't really care about us. Sometimes I had to worry for myself, working crazy hours, doing all kind of stuff to realize these folk don't care about me. And listen, too many of us, we are pouring ourselves out in the wrong place. But listen, the songwriter says, I'll pour out my praise to you. I'll pour out my worship to you. I'll pour out my life. Commit myself to the Lord. How do you commit yourself to the Lord? He tells us how to do it. He says, those who serve him. I'm still in verse 6, Isaiah 56, 56. He says, I will bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord. And it's something colorful about this language here. Because, listen, the foreigners used to be not welcome. But he called him people, himself to the people in the house of Israel. But the house of Israel rejected him. So he says, I'll go. Come on out, go out into the highways. And he told his disciples, he says, I've prepared a wedding. I'm preparing a feast. And I invited this one, but they said they were too busy. I invited this one. They said they were getting married. I invited this one. They got to go tend to this stuff. But listen, God is calling our attention right now. He's looking right now who those got their praise house together. Come on, there may be some things in your life, amen, that you need to work on. Come on, you may not have everything together financially. Listen, you may not have everything together when it comes to certain types of business or certain types of situations but if anything you're going to get in order and set right in this moment in this season get your praise right thank you jesus thank you jesus see we all praise or worship something everybody even this morning some folk praise in their yard Come on, hear me, somebody. Somebody praising their flower bed. Come on, somebody praising the television right now. Somebody praising their possession. Somebody praising their own self. They're looking in the mirror and say, I look good. I got this surgery. I got this new medication. Come on, it's time for us, amen, to praise God, to cast off self. Somebody say, cast off self. See, one thing about the scripture, he that finds himself will lose himself. But he that loses himself will find himself. Listen, it's something about God. He don't like nothing and nobody's selfish. See, that's why the devil got kicked out of heaven because he decided it's about me. He decided that I want the seat of praise. I want the seat of attention. But listen, anytime you become the focus and the object of worship, you become your own God. And when you become your own God, you open up yourself to a demonic system and a demonic kingdom. But listen, it's time for us to close doors, to close gates in our life and get our praise right. Somebody say, get your praise right how do I get my praise right it says those who serve him and listen that word serve him you got to look at what that word mean come on what does that word mean it means to attend as a menial or a worshiper look at it another way it means a servant and like this there's folks saying they serving the Lord but somebody's shining their shoes and carrying their briefcase and their purse. But listen, the servant of God is a slave. 
A servant of God is a bondsman. Come on. And what does a slave do? They don't do what they want. They do what the master say do. And listen, some of us, we say we got free and we celebrating Juneteenth and all this stuff. But we more bound than we ever been. Listen, it's time for us to know who our father and our master is and worship him. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes, sometimes you might even wonder spiritually, were folk better off when they was being mistreated? We were more spiritual. We were more committed to God. Y'all not going to say nothing. When you didn't have the money, come on, when we couldn't buy that house, when we couldn't get that job, folk was more committed to the church. Woo, help me, Holy Ghost. When they didn't have the money, they had more stuff than we had because they had a devoted life that was consecrated and sold out. Come on, they had a praise house. Come on, they had a praise life. I remember when I come to church and I would walk up to the door and hear the saints jumping and shouting and hear folks speaking in tongues, didn't have no money, didn't have no car, took the bus to church. Come on, walk to church. But they came in with the praise right. Come on, they came in saying, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Come on, they didn't have that, that black card and they bank account in their pocketbook come on they didn't have that that big nice car come on they didn't have that degree but they had a life and a mind and a heart that was committed to serve him somebody say serve him are you really serving him sometimes we look like we're serving him but we're not we're serving our own interests and you always got to check yourself come on listen i know what i'm talking about you got to check your motivation in god come on you got to check why am i doing this why am i here why am i sold out and committed what am i doing it for thank you jesus somebody say serve him serve him from a place of bondship this that'll change the way you think It'll change the way you act. It'll change the way you respond. Thank you, Jesus. Even when folk not treating you right, come on, you, you line up, you do it anyway until you can't do it no more and then you get out of there. And some of us right now, we're fussing and fighting with folk. Listen, don't get in a place and become a person of dishonor and disrespect. If you can't follow the rules, if you can't follow the instruction and the order and the place that you've been set, then move and seek God for where he wants you to be. And where he wants you to serve him next. Somebody say, get your praise house in order. Sometimes we get our praise house out of order because we don't shift into the season when God tells us to shift. Come on, we are looking for the palace. But don't realize God is calling us to the pit. Listen, he says, I will bless the foreigners. You look at Deuteronomy. I don't have time to deal with all of this. I've got to wrap this up. But if you look at Deuteronomy, I believe it's... 23 verse 1 through 8 it talks about the limitations on the foreigner it talks about those who were not a part of the covenant community but listen we're under a new system in a new testament now where god have calling folk in this kingdom that don't look like us come on that didn't come from where we came from listen that don't have all of the right answers and the right words about what church should look like but listen god is calling those that got their praise house together Thank you, Jesus. This is a picture of redemption. This is a picture of salvation. And it's also a warning at the same time to warn people against the danger of apostasy. Write this word down, apostasy. We are living right now in an apostate world. We are living in an apostate nation. What is apostate? It's the abandonment 
of religious or political belief. And what does that look like? It's folk that you know been know everything about God. They know the church, but they don't go to church no more. Come on. The Bible said in the last days there'd be a great falling away. This one thing this committed have exposed is it's not just exposed what's going on with the transportation system and what's wrong with the economy, but it's exposed what's wrong with the church. And listen, it's exposed a lot of people's motivation because what happens when people stop coming? What happens when people stop giving? What happens when the crowd disappears and there are no longer thousands of people in the seat? Come on, God does things sometimes to check our own motivation. Why are you serving me? Come on, I was watching a, a tape and I seen this. I'm not going to call the name. Person with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of square feet of church was preaching to less folk than I am right now because they couldn't even get in there. God will do stuff sometime to see why we're serving him. Thank you, Jesus. Do you love him? What does he say here? He says, I will bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord. Somebody say, commit yourself to the Lord. Second thing, serve him. The third thing, love him. Come on, now we sing that song. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. But listen, as soon as somebody say something to you and look at you funny, you get upset. Listen, but when you're doing it for Jesus, you, you can, folk can walk over you and talk bad about you. Listen, and they can be hurtful to you and you can keep a smile on your face and you're not even pretending because it ain't about me and what you did to me. You didn't do it to me. You're doing it to the Lord. You're not messing with me. You're messing it with the Lord. And listen, when you keep your heart right, when you keep your commitment in the right place, when you keep your service from the right position of a servant and when you love God, listen, some of this stuff that got our feelings hurt won't hurt us no more. You never realize what God feels like how many folk hurt him every day when he woke him up and he breathed breath into the body when he brought him out of the hospital when he blessed him with that job when he blessed him with that family and those finances and they're nowhere to be found are we truly committed to the lord are we truly serving the lord are we truly loving the lord are we truly here's the one worship him it says those who worship him my god where are the worshipers? Come on, a worshiper is a warrior. A worshiper is somebody that'll fight. But I'm not talking about somebody arguing and fussing and fighting and cussing. But I'm talking about somebody that will give God glory and praise even when they're in a foreign, in a rejected, in a cast out and rejected misfit place. When they're in a eunuch place, when they're in a foreign shut out place, they still worship God because they realize who he is and how much he cares about the Jew. Not only the Jew, but the Gentile. Come on, he extends his privileges to those who were once estranged and abandoned and shut out and not included. And this is what I like about those that get their praise house together. Listen, when you get your praise house together, you become in the walls of his house. Come on, he, he, he remembers your name. Come on, God, attention is God, not 
when we have problems and trouble, but his attention is received and his attention is on us when we are honoring him and worshiping him and thanking him and glorifying him and serving him and committed to him, even when we're going through, even when gas is high, even when your raise is not in alignment with the increase in inflation and prices. I worship the Lord even when I'm not being uh, promoted, even when I'm not being recognized. I honor the Lord. I serve the Lord. I love the Lord. Even during time of pandemic, when other folk not coming, I'm not going to use this as a stretch and an excuse not to be here. I'm going to serve God even greater. I'm going to serve him from a deeper place. And one day I'm going to deal with that word deeper. Come on, because we are too superficial in our understanding of God. Somebody say it's time for us to go deeper. Come on, it's time for us to jump deeper. It's time for us to get toward the deep things of God. Commit ourselves to God. When we call a prayer shut-in three days and three nights, you don't get an attitude. Amen. But you say, I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to fix my schedule, and I'm going to come spend time with God. Come on, when the church call a meeting, when we call that we're going out into the community, I don't have an excuse not to be there, but I'm going to serve. I'm going to work. Come on, when, when we need assistance, when we need help and resources, come on, we're going to... Give God our service. We're going to give him our love and our worship. We're going to give him our praise and our worship and our time. We're going to be fully committed, and we're going to go deeper. Come on, somebody say go deeper. Get your house, your house of praise together. Amen. Have you committed yourself to him? I can't deal with this like I want to today. I don't have the time. Are you serving him? You say yes. I'm volunteering over here and I'm volunteering over there. But it's more than that. He says, what did he say here? I love this, verse 7. He says, I will, those who worship me, don't dis desecrate the Sabbath day of rest. Those who hold fast to my covenant, I will bring them to my holy mountain. This is what happens when you get your praise house right. Come on, you get invited up higher. Come on. And I will fill them with joy in my house of prayer. Come on, where is the joy of the Lord in your life? Come on, how come so many of us believers are so desolate and we're so estranged from God? Come on, how come we haven't gone deeper in this place that he called us to? Where is it? Look at it. He says, and I will fill them with joy in my house of prayer. Listen, prayer is praise and faith mixed with worship. And the word. That's what prayer is. Prayer is praise. Somebody say that. Prayer is praise. It's faith. And it's the word mixed with worship. Thank you, Jesus. So I'll fill them with joy in my house of prayer. It says I'll accept their burnt offerings and sacrifice because my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations. For the sovereign Lord says, who brings back the outcasts of Israel. I will bring others too besides my people Israel. Come on, he says my house will be a house of prayer. He's talking about you. Somebody say he's talking about me. It'll be a house of worship. Come on, every house have a purpose. Every house gets filled with something. Amen. Let's fill it with God. Somebody say fill it with God. How do you fill it with God? You commit yourself to him. Say, Lord, I'm going to serve you. I'm not turning back. I'm not going to make excuses. 
Lord, I'm not going to fill my time and space with something else. I don't have time for you. I'm going to give you my best praise. Come on, I'm going to give you my best worship. Even when I don't have the money that I think I should have, even when I don't have the skill and the talent that I thought that I should have, I'm going to give myself to Jesus. Come on, I'm going to give my time to Jesus. I'm going to commit my life to Jesus. I'm going to serve Jesus. I'm going to love Jesus. I'm going to worship Jesus. I'm going to hold fast to his covenant. I'm not going to let go of it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Love his name. Worship him. Hold fast to his word. The promised blessings of those who commit to God who serve God, who love God, who worship God, who fast, hold fast to the word of God is fulfillment. Somebody say fulfillment. Fulfillment happens when you commit yourself to God. Fulfillment happens when you serve God. And listen, I'm tired of us of this thing. Listen, as hard as things have been, as difficult things are, Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. And there's too many folk walking out of ministry. They're walking away from the faith because they weren't there for the right reason. We weren't approaching God the right way. Come on. God is a keeper. Thank you, Jesus. He's a keeper. What the old folks used to say, he'll keep you if you want to be kept. Thank you, Jesus. This songwriter wrote the song, I can't sing it. Oh, to be kept by Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to be kept by him. Come on. When you are kept by him, you find yourself in a place you get within the walls of his house, the walls of your protection, the walls of his strength, the walls of his mercy. Come on now. The walls of his grace. Come on. I'm I don't deserve to be here. I'm a eunuch in the spirit. I don't deserve to be here. I'm a foreigner about trade. Come on. I nearly don't fit the pedigree of this and that. But listen, I'm a son of God. Come on. I've become a son by becoming a slave. And don't you realize when you become a slave, come on, you become a son. You become a daughter. And too many of us are going about it the wrong way. And it's time for us to get our praise house together. And hallelujah. How do we get our praise house together? We got to come to his house. How do we get to his house? We got to get in a place of prayer. We got to get a place in a worship. Come on, you worship when you serve. Come on, you worship when you give. Come on, you worship when you, you're, you're nice to folk, not nice to you. Come on, everything in your life ought to point to Jesus. That's what worship is. It's when it points to God. Come on, it points to God. It's not focused on me. It's not focused on my agenda or what I need or how I feel. Come on, that's a big one. Come on, you get in your feelings. Come on, you'll start worshiping your hurt. You'll start worshiping your pain. You'll start worshiping your grief. Come on, it's time for us to pour out our praise to God. Pour out our life to God. Commit ourselves to God. Come on and love God and worship God and serve God from a place that's genuine and authentic. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter how broke you are, how blessed you are. Come on, the blessing and the place of fulfillment comes when we get to the house of Jerusalem when we come within the gates and the walls of praise. Thank you, Jesus. There's fulfillment. There's satisfaction. Thank you, Jesus. And the other part, what is it? There's acceptance. What did he say? He says, I'll accept your burnt offering. Too many of us, we've tried to be accepted and we got ourselves hurt because the folk that we wanted to like us, didn't like us. 
folk that we wanted to celebrate us didn't celebrate us. They hurt us. But listen, I want to be kept by Jesus. I want to be accepted by Jesus. Who cares if you don't pick me? Who cares if you don't call my phone and you didn't invite me to your, uh, your event? You didn't invite me to your celebration. I've been invited. Thank you, Jesus, to the table that Jesus has spread. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, I've been invited to a meeting with him. My God today, praise the name of the Lord. God is a keeper. Come on, there's an invitation for you today. Don't care how messed up things are in your life. Don't care how backwards things look. I don't care what you did and how you did it. I don't care what area of your life seems like it's been castrated and cut off and never will bring forth and produce. Listen, something miraculous happens when we get kept by Jesus. Something miraculous happens when we allow him to keep us. Something, those areas of burdenness, those areas of brokenness, those areas of barrenness begin to melt away. Come on, life begins to come into your spirit. Come on, all of a sudden, the emptiness that you had, all of a sudden, the, the gloom and the misery that you had becomes ministry. Praise the Lord. Come on, God is calling some of you today. Come out of your misery and come and do the ministry that he's called you to. My Lord, help me, Holy Ghost. Commit yourself to him. Come on, the eunuch had every reason not to be happy. The foreigner had every reason. They didn't have the pedigree of the Jewish. They didn't have the pedigree of those that were called and selected. But listen, what mattered the most was the posture of their heart. Say, I'm not going to praise my situation. I'm going to praise the one who made me who I am. Somebody say that. Too many of us trying to pretend to be something else. But God made you who you are. And it's time for you to accept it. And to come in his kingdom just like you are. The songwriter said, just as I am without one plea. Thank you, Jesus. Come. Come on, I'm done preaching. Stand to your feet. I've been up here too long. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He's a keeper. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Some of the, 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 the things that have kept me the most is, is praise. It's worship. It's the word. It's committed to him. Too many of our commitments are wrapped up with strings attached to them. Come on, the Lord says, I'm looking for somebody with no strings attached this morning. Lord, I'm not doing it to what I can get. Come on, I'm not doing it for who sees me or who recognizes me or who invites me to that table. I'm doing it for Jesus. Come on. I, I can't help but to pour out my worship. I can't help but to pour out my praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your word this morning. We thank you for calling us away from an apostate way of thinking where we've rejected the truth. Help us to receive the truth of your word today. Call us away from formalism. You said there's many who have embraced a form of godliness but denied a power thereof. Lord, call us from that place of faithlessness. Faithlessness happens through faithlessness. And Lord, wherever we haven't been committed, wherever we have been haphazardly planted, wherever we have been in and out, 
We do it when we feel like it. We do it when things are going well. Help us, Lord, to stay with you. Even when we are in a place of unity, when we're in a place of rejection, when we're in a place where we haven't fit in, Lord, to the system of men, we fit into the kingdom. Because your son's blood, Jesus, Jesus Christ's blood, cleanses us, heals us, washes us. And we thank you this morning for this message of hope. We thank you for this message of release from whatever place of rejection we've been in, God. Lord, every place where our praise have been out of alignment. Oh, God, where our praise have been misdirected, misguided. Lord, heal us, forgive us, deliver us. Hey, 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 bless the name of God. Keep us, Lord. Keep us, Lord. Keep us, Lord. Hi, yeah, yeah. Keep us, Lord. Oh, God, help us not to be a part of that number that's falling away. Help us not to be a part of that number, that, that generation that's turning away from God, that's turning to self, that's turning to all of this stuff. I heard somebody the other day in front of thousands and thousands of people on national television talking about how they projected themselves to where they are through meditation and all this other kind of mess. Come on, listen, we've made ourselves a God. Come on, we're trying to get to Zen. Listen, Zen is in God. Zen is in Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's no Zen. Amen. Come on. We're not doing this by ourselves. God is keeping us alive. Come on. God is keeping us alive. God is keeping us alive. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We want you to be lifted up in our life, Lord. Come on, we want you to be glorified in our life, Lord. We want you to be magnified in our life, Lord. Come on, in our life, Lord. In my life. <laughs>